0: Yo, what's good, everybody, Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another week, another episode. Chris. Yes, sir. You know, this past couple of days, I've been throwing different curveballs at you. Yes, you sure. yes I've, been, sure. I've been surprising <laughs> you with different, let's say, flavors of the, of the rainbow. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that you can be able to experience the diversity okay, of okay. different okay. conversations. I got you. I got you. And, and I, I'm very... I'm interested to where, I mean, I've said this a lot, but I'm very interested to where today's conversation will take us Yes, yes. because I feel like there's a different perspective that these ladies will bring mm-hmm. that I'm very interested if it goes in a direction I think <laughs> it may go or a direction that I hope. <laughs> well, without further ado, without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, Jess and Fa. Hello, Ooh, hello, hey, hello, hello. Let's
1: get into it, you guys.
0: <laughs> what up, ladies? Thank you guys so much for being here. Yeah,
1: of course. Thanks for having us. No
0: problem. No problem. It's
1: so a pleasure for us to be here. Literally. We love this. And you guys love this. I like the energy bouncing off the room already. Mm. <laughs> and
0: we're we just getting started. We're,
2: we're just, just getting, getting started. Inside. Exactly. As it should
1: be. So
0: we know who you are for the audience that does not know who you ladies are. Can you give a bit of an elevator pitch synopsis and all that good stuff?
3: So we are the podcast hosts of Shacker Sunday. Let's get into it, literally. Uh, plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Follow, i <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, basically, whenever somebody asks me what we talk about on our podcast, I'm like, it's usually shit people don't care about and horrible dating advice. So okay. that's my yeah. best way that I
1: can describe it. The it- best way I describe it is yeah. kind of like getting on FaceTime with two of your like bestest friends and being like, oh, that's what's going on. Oh, that's what you're doing. Oh, that's mm. a new perspective. So we kind of like to freshen things up with like old perspectives, new perspectives, mixed into one because like as much as we're the similar we're also very much different in our own ways and it brings a whole new different like energy into the field so it's good we're
3: also very much so do as i say not as i do because the advice we give i feel like is you know kind of good advice at times but then i'll go around and just do the complete opposite like (laughs) you know like i I do not take my own
1: medicine for that at all and the reason why we give it is cause we live through it. So we give it because we're like, yeah, don't do this, cause it's actually kinda shitty experience. And then we're like, we, we live through it. Yeah, definitely through We're kinda we know shit. what we're talking about sometimes.
0: <laughs> so I'm curious, what would you say is the biggest difference between you two?
1: Awkward pause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for cause. for it's so crazy because I feel like we do have a lot of similarities, meaning like we're both nomads at heart, meaning like we love to travel. We love to experience new things, but we also are very level-headed in our own ways, like, meaning if I'm going off the deep end and I'm like, no, I'm crazy. doing this.
3: No, she's crazy. I am actually crazy. <laughs> she's crazy. It literally is crazy. I'd say she's just more extroverted than me for sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, we just got into the elevator, and you hear, like, what smells like fries? But, I really like your shirt. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, like, standing there, like. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's yeah. why. That's probably I say is the biggest difference. Not that, like, I don't have the confidence, because I think that we both yeah. have egos, like, out the fucking wazoo, um, but. We're both Leos at heart, but we're really
1: not really Leos, so. <laughs>
2: What made y'all want to take that step into podcasting? Because you know that that's a big step, and you're opening your 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 lives to the world. And, yeah. And you know how yeah. how that, that experience
1: been? We actually, I rem- I everybody always asks me that, and I will never forget this day. We were literally on Jesse's boat out in the middle of like Louisville, and we were like, we fucking hate nine to five. Like, what is a nine to five? And I didn't understand when I made that comment that like being an actual entrepreneur like. You don't work nine to five. You work freaking like 24 were, hours in a day. You
0: said you, you were where?
1: Uh, in Lake Louisville. We were on a boat. We were on her boat. <laughs> we were on my boat.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, we were on
1: my boat. I want to remind
0: no, you that. We were just straggling. in the water. We were on your boat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. like the
1: Titanic. We had one little draft of work hanging <laughs> out. No, I'm
3: uh,
1: No, we were out on her boat in the middle of Lake Louisville and we were like, we we just don't see ourselves being like nine to five girls. like we love the hustle. We understand that corporate's amazing. But like at that time in our transitioning life, which was like leaving college, going into like the real world, we were like, we want to do like more than that. And so our connections both. So I started in my bar stool page at my school at UCM and she had been working with old role for a while. Mm-hmm. And we were like, why don't we u- like utilize what we have in front of us and our user our connections to our best benefit and see where it can kind of take us. And, Not that we're like, you know, literal influencers. We should listen to every single move, but like we do have some sort of experience like a little bit more than others with our like travel, with just life in general. So we're like, let's just give it a shot. Let's see where it goes. I've just always said, I don't want to live a boring life. Like that
3: is absolutely like my biggest fear in life and when I met Fall, we were in college. I was going to Mizzou, and she was going to um, UCM, yeah. UCM was at just the time. you. Yeah, and she was just visiting, and we hung out. Like, we went to a tailgate together, got drunk, whatever. And then <laughs> we kept up with each other, like, for two, three years, maybe. On social media. Yeah, on social yeah. media. And then when I saw that she moved to Dallas, I was like, yo, like, let's hang out. Like, let's reconnect. And then we just started talking about personal life, stuff we've been through, people who have done us dirty. And I was like... <laughs> let's just do a podcast and, like, hash this one out. And so that's just kind of where it all began.
1: Yeah, and it was a good, it was a good start. We kind of just went into it blindly, kind of expecting what to talk about, what not to talk about. Because people are always like, what's your niche? What do you talk about? And, like, how I like to describe it is, like, getting on FaceTime with, like, two of your best homies and just, like, listening to them talk and, like, kind of going through some of the f- same phases. Because what we talk about is relatable. It's real shit. I think. like... Let me rephrase. I feel like with social media, we always, uh, like, it's fake shit. Like, people are always stunning. People are always, like, portraying themselves. So, like, let's talk about things that people relate to and are going through. And let's feel, like, a little bit more realistic about life.
0: Mm. Let's, let's just dive right into the deep water. What would you say <laughs> is your most controversial take on relationships that you have either said on the podcast <laughs> Or that you wanted to say on the podcast, but you were like, "Oh, this is—they're gonna—they're gonna get at me for this one."
3: I think one of my biggest ones is women need to stop playing the victim card. Okay. Women really do. Like, we, we always say, fuck men, they did this. Yeah. They did me dirty. But in the background, when he was cheating on her, she also had, like, three side dudes. Ah. You oh, know? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, to an extent, like, yeah, he did you dirty, but, like, what were you doing, girl? Mm. And that's a topic that, like, a lot of girls don't like to talk about because I don't know what it is about women, and I'm guilty of this. Like, I like to believe that I could do no wrong. You know, and I feel like a lot of girls are just like that. Like, we like to think that like, oh, I could do no wrong. I'm the victim in this situation. Oh, no. Mm. But that's probably like one of the biggest ones that I think was controversial that like I've talked about like on a couple different podcasts that I'm just like, hey, you know, you guys aren't just like the victims here. Like there are guys out there that do get fucked over by horrible girls. Mm.
1: I feel like talking about men with money, because every time money is involved, people automatically assume you're a gold digger or you're like a sugar baby or vice versa. And it's like, sometimes it's not that way. You genuinely meet somebody, you make a connection and they have money and you get introduced to a whole different world that you might not be used to. Because I think money does do that to an extent. And like people always say, oh, like you guys don't work hard like this now. It's like, yeah, we do work hard and it's that way. But sometimes the topic of money when it's involved, people like take their own perspective into it. Especially and, like, as
3: a girl. As a girl, as especially a girl. like,
1: like one time I remember saying like, I want to build my own empire and I want him to also like contribute and like, why don't we commer- like merge? And they were like, what empire are you building like who the fuck are you like, <laughs> like what are you even talking about and I'm like guys I'm not saying I want to go into his empire I'm saying like oh whatever I built it might not be like you know it might not be Dua Lipa level empire where she's like taking over like the world but like whatever lives I can touch on and whatever perspective that is that I'm living through I'm gonna talk about it I'm not gonna hold back okay and it's so funny because like i feel like on our personal instagrams we are private yet we're so like talkative and open yeah that people kind of just pick up their own perspective on it and whatever you pick up that's on you like i don't have to like the energy to sit there and explain like this is what i mean this is how i am and the best thing is like people that understand you and like get you will get that like I think literally even my last caption started a controversy between my friends which was like flowers rot buy me a porsche like I'm literally not going around asking guys to buy me a porsche but the people who know me will understand that's funny that's just how far is yeah she's hard working whatever it is but like I don't know how to explain it like you just have to understand the humor like social media is not that like it ain't that deep. It's really it not, really not deep. Like when I'm like flowers rot, buy me a Porsche. I'm not like saying fuck flowers or this or that. It's just like, it's just, It's to me, it's funny. You offended
3: all the flowers out there. I really did. People were like, oh, a real oh, controversy."
1: And somebody commented, they're like, "This is like a girl who like social media should not be like reflected on. Like that's not who she is. Like literally, my friend Eduardo like commented mm-hmm. that. I was like, okay, thank you.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll get you know, I'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> I want I want to go backwards to Deal. what Jetson was talking about, and she made a comment about women not being the victims.
1: Yeah.
0: So. You made ref- you made an example of a woman being cheated on, and then she has. You know, three dudes on the side. <laughs> not saying it's your experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Mine's just it's complete not, opposite not, experience, not I promise experience. you.
1: I can attest to that.
0: <laughs> but I'm curious in the circles that you are around because you are, you know, you've worked in a lot of places where there's a lot of women who, you know, have a lot of options, whether single or, or a relationship. Is that something that you see common? In the circles that you're around that a lot of times you know that there is this communication that men are the promiscuous ones in relationship but it's also a community of women doing this as well
3: you know i'll say this much because people talk a lot about double standards between men and women mm-hmm. and what i have to say to that is it's fair because it's unfair to everybody you know there's double standards that women go through and there's double standards that men go through And just when it comes to relationships, I feel like guys just get the shit into the stick a lot of times just because guys can obviously be called douchebags, assholes. Like if they don't text you for 30 minutes, like you freak the fuck out on them. And then they're like, whoa, what the fuck? And you're like, you fucking asshole. (laughs) Like, it's like, I mean, but it's like I say, like, there are things that guys do. Yes. But I just don't feel like it's talked about as much like the things that girls do. Yeah. Just because girls act like we're so perfect in relationships and we're like, but I loved him. And like, when really all you were doing is being batshit crazy and so you scared him off. Mm. Like obviously there's things that you did girl to make him not wanna be with you, mm. so.
0: What are, what, are what, what would you say from your, the stories that you've accumulated is like one of the biggest things that women do that it's never talked about. That's like, can be offensive, disrespectful, that's hurtful to men.
3: Uh, downplaying their feelings for sure because I mean I 100% am guilty of this but I was in high school okay I was in high
1: school <laughs>
3: we have grown. I was dating this guy and he ended up being like one of my longest relationships I dated him for six and a half years but um, and it was on and off very on and off Um, but one of the things that like, I regret the most from that relationship is literally looking at him while he's crying and just kind of being like you're a pussy like you know being like that really rude person instead of validating his feelings like i think back to that a lot and like i was young so like i didn't know any better but i think back to that moment and like i really regret it because i was just like dude he's a freaking human being and ever since
0: why was he crying
3: i've over some fight he was very sensitive Uh but after i started doing stuff like that it caused him to like have this giant emotional block and he turned into this cold Stone hearted person and so cold, yeah, very cold, very, very, very cold and stone hearted person. Yeah, and no, I was no. like, I freaking did that to him, mm. I made him that way, man. Ice him out, yeah, ice him
2: <laughs> out, <laughs> not in that way, Magus, Magus, Magus Magus little cold I'm so not just not in the chained mm. way, but
3: yeah, that's basically what I would say is just like girls, like. As much as, like, girls complain about being like, oh, I want a soft, sensitive man, like, we're also the ones that are invalidating their feelings and making them feel like they can't be vulnerable with us.
2: So why why do you think that is? Like, what what is the cause of, you feel like, women putting the man down, even though that is what they want? They want a guy to be vulnerable, want a guy to share their feelings, be honest with them. But when they do do that, you know, they become hurt.
3: Because I think it's a hard balance of girls wanting, like, somebody that they can emotionally lean on and somebody that they can empathize with. But then they also want a hero. They also want somebody who's going to be strong and, you know, stand tall for them. And so whenever they do see a man actually break down and become a little bit more emotional, they're like, ew, ew, icky. You know, it's the just ik. kind of like, yeah, they get the ick. Mm. You know? The ick. Yes. The, the ick. The, uh, uh, the
1: so people can get the ick at any time.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. It's just, <laughs> ik it's, ik it's ik just ik.
1: It really is. It's literally cold. And the it can ik. be random.
3: Like, it could the be most random. random. You things. could be
1: dating somebody for a while and then you can get the ick. And it could just be sporadically, randomly, like, we could be going to a concert and you could like belt out the wrong note and I could get the ick. Like yeah. it's so fucking sporadic. So, so
2: the ick is like something that's the annoying, that's like, bothering you. Not that's,
1: something annoying. It's kind of something that's off putting. It's just a turn off. It's just a turnoff. It's it's just a turn-off, a turn-off. Like, and it's like the most petty things
3: too. It's and not, you can yeah, ask any woman. Like they've gotten the ick before. All
0: right, guys, we're going to take a quick break to go ahead and talk to you guys about our amazing sponsors at Better Help Counseling. As I've said multiple times, I am not a counselor. Chris is not a therapist. We're simply men who like to have great conversations and share our opinions. But we still feel like a lot of you guys need counseling. You need therapy. You need additional support to help you on the journey to life. That's why we partner with BetterHelp. Guys, BetterHelp offers you licensed professional counseling from the comfort of your own home. And not just that, one of the challenges people face with counseling is sometimes you may not like your counselor and you want to go to a different one. And it is very difficult to change, but BetterHelp makes it extremely easy. Guys, go to betterhelp.com slash roommates to sign up today. Please, men and women alike, do not neglect your mental health. Take this opportunity, take this year to make a commitment to becoming the best version of yourself, but you got to do so emotionally and going to counseling will drastically transform your life. Go to betterhealth.com slash roommates, you'll be able to get a discount from our content. Thank you guys so much. Let's continue to get better and let's get back to this week's episode.
2: And you know? Is the ick one of those things where it's like like a disease that's like a continuous thing or it's like it's an ick for a moment and it kind of evaporates?
1: It's kind of for a moment, but some girls really fucking run with it. They're like, I got the ick, that's it. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Let's go with it. Let's mm. see where it takes me. And the other girls are like, well, that was kind of disgusting, but I can kind of work past it and I could kind of see past it and then they work past it. But it just kind of depends on the person, but like the actual terminology for it is just like the ick. You just like, let's say we're like out and about, you kissed me wrong, you or root to the server, just something, and it's like, I got the ick. Yeah.
2: Okay, I think I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I think I understand. I Sorry, to talk
1: long-term.
2: <laughs> no, no, I, I appreciate that, I appreciate that.
1: Huh. I, I see know. where you're coming from though, but I can also counterfeit on that from a different perspective of being like, I've been pushed to the face where I've been crazy. And it's like, what did he do to me to get to that level? So vice versa where you explain the girl, like pushing the guy to be in that level. I
3: just know I was the toxic one at one point in time and here I am admitting
1: it. And so, <laughs> so
3: like, I've taken a lot of time to reflect on it. And that's why I feel like it just hasn't been brought to light enough by a fellow toxic member of the society. Mm. So. So,
2: so what were like I, I would assume like some of the toxic traits and then how did you recognize that? And how did you like make a 180 change where you're not bringing that to your current relationship?
3: Like what were some of my toxic yes. traits? Um, well, first of all, I was in high school. Give me a little bit more credit. Oh yeah, yes.
2: <laughs> There's no judgment-free you. I mean, not that me. I
3: haven't been toxic past high school because yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have my moments where, you know, go, go. But, um But I would say probably like one of my most toxic traits back in the day was just being so quick to anger. Okay. Just. Anything you do, piss me off. I remember a horrible, embarrassing story. The guy who I'm talking about, he was the one who also took my virginity. And we got in one fight and it was instantly like, I wish I never slept with you. Just digging to say like the most hurtful things, you know, that you know will down to the core, like hurt the person because you know that they love you and they don't want to hear those things. So that was probably like my biggest toxic trait was I was just like so quick to just dig and be Mm -hmm. super mean to you, which a lot of girls actually are like, like that. that. Yeah. I think it's like, more
2: common than not. More yeah.
3: guys yeah. will, you know, yeah. cut themselves off before they can even say anything. There are some angry guys out there, don't get me wrong, but a lot of girls will just come at you full force, just-, just Dig deep. Throwing yeah. everything that yeah. they can yeah. at you. Mm. You know, And I've had I've had friends do it to me before. But, but
2: why do they do that? Just out of curiosity. Like, is it just like, i feel this way, so I want you to feel this way as well? well I want think you to feel it. this
3: hurt? If we're going up against a bigger dude, You know, physically, we can't take you on. So what do we have next? Wow. (laughs) We're going to come at you with our words. Wow. We're going to dig deep and we're going to hurt you here because we can't hurt you anywhere else.
0: Yeah.
1: But it has to get to a level of like getting to that level of wanting to hurt you. Like if you're a respectful guy, like if you're open, let's say me and you meet and you're like, I want to open a relationship where, hey, you could be my main girl and I will treat you better than these other four girls. But I still want to go out with these other four girls. I would give you so much more respect than, like, playing the game of, like, I only want you. You're my only one. And then, like, come to find out there's three other girls and you're treating us the same way, even though your feelings might be real for me. And that's valid. That's great. But, like, why play that game? And I think a lot of miscommunication happens in that little zone of, like, being our authentic selves, but also like communicating that with the next person and be like, Hey, I want you, but I also want these three other girls. Like, can we work something out? And I think girls will be so much more open to that and like understanding to that. Than, Are you like, open to that? Absolutely. I feel like if somebody's, I used to be a black and white thinker and she will explain to that. Our first podcast, I was like, fuck no, it's only me or the highway." like no way. But, That's where we're different. But <laughs> as, as I grew, like, I just feel like personally, like I'm more understanding. And as long as you're communicative and you're open and you're understanding, then we can meet in the middle. I'm like so open to that. But if you play that role of it's only you and only you, and then I come to find out it's not me, yeah. then a whole other crazy side of me will come out. And like, then you'll be like, I never knew you had that side of you. Like yeah. who the fuck are you? What happened? And I'll be like, you played the role, like I didn't, I wasn't just crazy to begin with, like you told me this and this is how it's gonna be. And I think that's where like the, a lot of miscommunication happens. I think a lot of people, I think like the face value of a lie is so high and that's why people do it at the beginning, not knowing that like in the end it's actually more hurtful yeah. versus like the face value of a truth. Yeah, it fucking stings at the beginning, but wouldn't you rather hear that from me and only me versus finding out like three months down the line? Yeah. Then you could kind of situate yourself and be like, okay, this is how they're seeing me. And I respect that. And thankfully, they're open and honest about that. Where can I place myself in that? Do I even want to place myself in that? You can easily be like, okay, that's it. Let's be friends. I respect you enough. But when it gets to the level of like ending it in a harsh way and like, I don't even want to be friends with you. And then you still want to keep me in your life because it's a value to you. And then it's hurtful to you when I don't want that. Then it's like.
0: So Jesse, do you feel mm-hmm. like you're open to that as well?
1: Oh hell no. Oh 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 hell, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: oh. So why not?
3: Uh I mean, I've just um. I'm have you st-
0: have you have you tried it before? No, oh,
3: I've never tried just, it either. I'm too. Stubborn. I've never had it. I'm too jealous. That's I'm saying. just really too jealous to the core. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like I'm at the point in my life where if like you're the only person I'm talking to, I mean that. You really are the only person I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. So I expect that reciprocated if that's what you tell me. And if you tell me that it's not, and I'm currently looking for a relationship, then I'm going to go somewhere else. But Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm just kind of like having fun, you know, chilling, like then I'm like, okay, I guess we could still hang out. You know, I might not want to sleep with you because I don't know what the fuck you're doing with other people. But it's just kind of like, you know, for me when it comes to relationships, I'm one man girl. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, there's something I've noticed in Dallas, and maybe <laughs>
3: okay. let's get
0: into it. Let's get into it. Let's so I've noticed in Dallas, and uh I've noticed that you know we have we've had a lot of you know how can I say this pandemics that has occurred mm-hmm. throughout the past couple of years. But Wait, there was a pandemic here. <laughs> <laughs> when? Wait, when? You know that's true. It's a lot. There was many pandemics around the world. That pandemic wasn't in Dallas, but I noticed a certain (laughs) pandemic in Dallas and it's a a kind of fever. Some would call it a jungle fever. (laughs) And and I've, I've noticed that a lot of other ethnicities in Dallas have like a preference for black guys and I've noticed that it's not even like I like all the flavors at Ben and Jerry's and I just and just I happen to also not mind chocolate it's like I will only eat chocolate ice cream from Ben and Jerry's (laughs) have you guys noticed that as well like there's like a lot of non-black women in Dallas who just love black guys and if you've noticed that why is that so
1: The only thing I've noticed is the fake 30k millionaires. And I don't know if they're like of any specific nationality. That's just what I got accustomed to. Meaning like men being like, yeah, I'm a millionaire. And like flexing on Instagram. And then you like come to find out nothing against us. A job is a job. But like they work somewhere else. That's not what they're saying. And they're actually their car is a rental. Um, So. Personally, for me, I don't know if I experienced what you're well, talking yeah, about. Yeah, going
3: to what you actually asked. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not talking we about it. your knee may not
1: No, shit. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't see that. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, actually, I've whole scene. Well, this is,
3: like, kind of an interesting topic that you bring up because, like, I will say I grew up in a very white suburb, and um, a lot of girls that I did go to high school with, a lot of girls that I friend- had or were friends with had quote unquote, jungle fever. And I have noticed that a lot more, like in the Dallas scene, especially. Actually, one of the girls that I met you through um, is one that I would put in that category. <laughs> I love her to death. Love her to death. I, I, I actually set her up with one of my friends that's coming to Austin this weekend, so she's super excited. But um, yeah, no, I definitely noticed that in Dallas. I've just never really thought about if it was anywhere else, you know, besides yeah. here. I couldn't assume that it is other places, but um, I see a lot of girls with the jungle fever also, um, going for a lot of sports athletes. One of my friends, we were out last Friday and she sure enough was flirting with Ezekiel Elliott like all night, so, yeah. Yeah. you know, does who doesn't? Who doesn't?
1: Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've seen that play out a lot. <laughs> so, what,
0: what what? What is? does what it played out? What, what does that mean?
1: Meaning like, I feel like girls know, like he's like quote unquote, a hot shot well, he's athlete. Famous, yeah. like they know that so like they're gonna flirt
3: i quote unquote my friend did say i was just like he probably flirts with so many other bitches she was like i don't care i'll be one of them
2: interesting (laughs) i mean i mean yeah (laughs) what a top 15 (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he's
1: so nice Nice, he was pretty nice. I've wor- met him through just like working out at a specific gym, and like he's actually just a very kind hearted person. So, not a lot of them, I see that, but also see like the girl side of just like wanting to get in there in the game.
3: Yeah, there's some jersey chasers out here too. Get, what
0: is the game? You said like get in the game. What does that mean?
1: The game meaning like you know, he's get on like the roster, hot shot, guy. get on the roster. Maybe that's what they're into, like somebody that's like hotshot, who's an athlete. Maybe not an athlete, but just like who they're attracted to, like getting in the game. I feel like a lot of girls, specifically, like know that like maybe somebody who's like high level, quote unquote, they get a lot of girls, and they already know that getting into it mentally, they're like, okay, I don't care, like you're. Fine. But I think
3: they're okay with it, so they can yeah, get the title exactly. of, hey, they're I okay. did this they're with like, Ezekiel. Alley.
1: Whatever. Maybe they'll go on one day, and they're like, I went on one date with.
0: And what does that do for you? Because I remember that was sensational question. Because I I remember I was on I was yeah. on I was online one day. I was going through some pictures. Oh okay. <laughs> God! And I and I saw this Tinder picture of this woman next to Odell Beckham years okay. ago. Yes. Years, years, years. And 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 her caption was: "This is this is her Tinder profile. This is a yeah, picture. Not her, her, her caption was: I." F Odell Beckham, get on my level bitches. Oh,
1: and that, so, was, that one
0: barber. Oh. And, and so and so I was just like, I'm curious to like what what does that do? Like what do you feel, do they feel validated? Do they feel important? Go ahead. Please explain. Go
1: ahead. No, you can go ahead. <laughs> oh, we'll go off, right? No. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like those type of girls have like A need for ego boost. True. Those types of men, quote unquote, high power, bring a type of like entitlement to them that they've never experienced. And maybe that type of dude will give them that type of experience for a night, for an hour. But it's not going to continue. Those type of dudes who are high level are going to be searching for high level women, meaning they can match their energy. Maybe you don't make the same amount of dollar amount, but yeah, you can meet me on a mental capacity or whatever else. And you're not just after my money because those type of dudes, I feel like they're paranoid all the time. They're always like, are you with me for my money? Are you with me for my title? Are you with me for my clout? Or are you with me for who I am? Let's say tomorrow, if I had to work fucking Burger King, would you be... Can I cuss? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We have been. We have been. I didn't know (laughs) I'm so sorry. Like, can you meet me on that level? And like, yo, I've dated all sorts of levels of men. And I've just noticed that type of like capacity. Yeah, they might respect you for a night. But like after that, what type of respect are they giving you? Like if they leave tomorrow what do you have to provide for yourself and it might be nice for a while maybe you need that ego boost but like it's not gonna be a forever thing so like those type of girls they're just chasing the quote-unquote high for that just a certain amount of level to just make themselves feel good for the clout for the clout for makes you feel better. make you feel good yo some girls be in it for like a fucking Chanel like it doesn't matter what it is like People have their own like thing that they need and they might communicate that well and they might get it. But there's like levels to this shit. And I feel like the levels, like if you are just a level-headed person, you'll understand like, yeah, I bring my own fucking table. Like I don't need to eat at your own table. Mm. What more can you provide for me besides clout, a bag, whatever. Mm. That's where I see that. And I get it. Like, yo, I've had people who made me feel really good and then I've learned like that's not the right level of good. They're just doing it to manipulate you. And I'm not saying Odell is doing that. That's not at all what I'm saying. It's just like, understand the person, where they're coming from and vice versa, where you're coming from.
3: Well, I want to ask, what was your thoughts whenever she, when you saw that Tinder profile? Yeah, as a guy. But, as a guy, like, what does that speak to you?
0: To me, it it, it speaks to me that there's something not right in her brain, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like, to me, because like, like I'm just, I'm just wondering, in what world? And I'm, like, I'm trying to learn, right. but I'm like, in what world does sleeping with a guy make you on a higher level? It's yeah. one thing if she was like, "I married Odell," "I married," Zico, "I, I, I married kid. Dad." Like, like, I understand you if you talk, but if he just had a he had you for a night, like, I'm like, how does that make you a? Uh, on a higher level like it's, it's, look, it's in their world
2: it makes them on a higher level you said what world, the answer is their world makes <laughs> but you gotta ask levels.
1: the question what type of dudes were they fucking with where odell is like already higher level for them it's like you gotta kind of put yourself in their shoes and be like what type of dudes are they fucking with where odell is not not bringing him down he's amazing great guy but like okay like there are people who are on his level who aren't famous who aren't known who are just playing their own game not game but like we're living their own lives who are Bringing as much to the table as Odell is.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, for context, back then, and Odell, that was after the one hand. I think that was also <laughs> after like he got caught with a little cocaine. So he was like, <laughs> Odell was at the top of who at that point. I'm gonna him make it on okay? that. He was probably number one, like, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's I think it's a it's it's a validation piece. Like like because to me that's what she put out there. Like right. I had sex with Odell. All you women get on my level. To me, it's like she felt like she went on a different level. She was on level five in the <laughs> apartment, and now she's on level 15. Yeah. No, because she's she in has, the
1: high rise. Yeah, <laughs> she's
3: in the high
2: rise. You know, and I,
1: think, at house.
2: I think that it's a level where it's like if these women get to a point with certain guys, and sometimes that point is like sex, they feel like they can get men at level 15 from now on. Yeah. So now I'm on level 15 I kind of got with Odell. Yeah. You know, I was on level five, just messing with, you know, you know, the starting linebacker in high school. (laughs) But now I got one of the top receivers in the league. You know, I'm on a different level. To me, that's how I look at it. And that's how I took it. And I was like, Well,
3: I'll say this much about it because, you know, not to make a stipulation about sports athletes or anything like that, but you realize they sleep with like probably a decent amount of women. So what does that actually say about you? It's not like, I'm not going to say that they don't have high standards, but they've definitely done better than like probably what you are. Like always, (laughs) always, always lower your ego when it comes to the sports athletes. Like they can get hotter women than you. They could definitely get hotter women than me. So for her saying that, I feel like it's just like a confidence booster in her head that she like needed for herself. Mm. But obviously, like you said, like you looked at that and you were like, you are freaking crazy. Yeah.
0: So I'm curious if there's a a hierarchy in regards to like men and, and positions, what would you like put as like your top three so like the the the, the three positions jobs fields, spaces that like where men are the most desired
3: a oh, rock star is number one. Rock star is number I, one. I'd be a rock star wife all day. Really? No.
0: Yeah. if But here's the reality about being a rock star. You know, there's, there's there's stipulations to that contract.
3: Yeah, you might have to drink their blood, like Megan Fox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so rock star number one.
1: Um, I feel like I like a more low key, but like, they have like a really good portfolio, meaning like houses, cars.
0: Houses,
1: cars, uh, houses, cars <laughs>
3: drivers. <laughs> they don't like, drive cars. Not matches. a gold digger. <laughs>
1: I'm not a gold digger, but also I do have standards. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not a gold digger, but we do like the nicer things in life. <laughs> Um, I don't
1: know. I don't think there's a specific title where I've dated the same type of dudes. Well,
3: if we're just going off of like fantasy, yes. you know, I'm going off of fantasy. Okay, right let's now. go off
1: fantasy. Yeah, yeah that's great. like
3: that's my fantasy is if I could be a rock star girlfriend, I would do it. Like number one, number two for me would probably be a sports athlete. What's
0: what's your sport of choice? Hockey. Hawkey. That's Hawkey. Random. So I like hockey. Uh, <laughs> I like a guy <laughs>
3: who can <laughs> fight. I like a guy who can fight. That's it.
2: That.
3: That. Um, and then I guess his number three goes, a guy who has absolutely no social media, doesn't talk to anybody whatsoever. That's number three.
0: And what does he do?
3: Um, he, does, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he makes his own money, keeps his head down, and doesn't talk to anybody but me. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. my toxic trait. Fair <laughs>
1: <Let's- laughs> sure enough. I respect
0: that. What about you, Fah?
1: For me, it would be probably like, a trust fund baby turned into like a business mogul, like, <laughs> not a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> not a gold digger. This is fantasy. This is so
2: fantasy. Got, he got turned a mobile, so he his own money. Yeah, I mean, so to be honest, interest. I know
1: a lot of trust fund babies who just went down the hill because like they didn't have the grit, they didn't have the drive, they didn't understand what the fuck a hustle is. Yeah, yeah. and so like that's why i respected like yeah that's great i think it's respectful that your parents worked really hard to give you something to just kind of like not push you ahead but like at least start you off somewhere because like my parents like i respect them and i love them so much and they immigrated and they worked from where from iran i immigrated from there as well so like i didn't have a trust fund to go off of but like i've just been around so many different types of people around just the years of traveling that like i've seen that happen where i've seen guys girls who have trust funds who've fallen off the deep end and i've seen them literally take nothing and still turn into something so amazing okay so like just somebody who has a hustle who has just a working work yeah who like i don't want to just like live off of you but i want you to like make me like also be a better version of myself and vice versa like just bounce off of each other
2: mm. I what about know. y'all? Like y'all friends, y'all circle? Is it yeah. more of the sports athletes? Is it the artists? Is it the entrepreneurs? entrepreneurs. Is it the scammers? <laughs> <laughs> the scammer. I wish I could say uh, scammers. My ex was in something? a
3: pyramid scheme. I would just like to point that out there. Uh, so, it's, more, it's more common. Would you He was a schemer. Um, <laughs>
2: no, I mean, shoot, I'm not saying some people got here with a uh, Rico charge today, but we yeah. don't worry about that.
1: No, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Of you really <laughs> would be surprised, well, you guys. Surprised. Like everyone's out there. I'll say this though.
3: I feel like the friend groups that I've had over the years and the friend group even I currently have now, like we're all just so different Mm. that Mm. like I can't really pinpoint that like, okay, we're just like the girls that are Jersey chasers or like we're the girls that are like out trying to find our billionaire husband. Like everybody in my friend group is like so different. One of our good friends is, well, I'm dating an ex pro Supercross rider and then my friend Paige is engaged to a pro Supercross rider currently. So I guess we're kind of the Jersey chasers, I guess, but we're more like extreme sports. What's supercross? Supercross, it's motocross.
2: Okay, on I thought so. okay the okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, it? on yep. the bikes. <laughs> okay.
3: um, yeah, so we're like more into like the extreme sport guys, but I don't know if Faw would ever go for like a BMX
1: type guy. I don't think I would go for BMX, but maybe like a like a
0: The owner of the flight. company. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. 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 <laughs> the, if they
1: have actually actually, the We can get the players, oh, it, Go it. bigger, go <laughs> <So, laughs> She's going
3: for Jerry Jones.
1: <laughs> I would yes, probably yeah. go for like an actual like. Maybe I would go for basketball or football.
0: Hmm.
1: I could. Yeah, I like them tall. <laughs> what's like what's
0: tall? tall?
1: Like six foot and no? up.
0: Okay, would you date a guy? What's like, what's the oldest guy you would date?
1: 43. Okay. I'm 24.
0: Okay. I had a feeling that was so.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Boom. Roasted. (laughs) Not even roasted. I will admit to that. Here's the thing. Yes.
0: Would you marry a guy who's 43?
1: If he had a shit together. Okay. Meaning like, my first question is why are you 43 and single? Like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Second of all, like, okay, if you're 43, like, maybe you just had a rough go at the beginning, and now you're in your bag, and now you're, like, you know, getting settled in. That's great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But, (laughs) like, no, like, if you're, like, not been married, you just, like, you just been hustling, whatever it is, you just didn't meet the right person, that's great. I get it. But, like, if you're, like, 43 and, like, married twice and like that, like, why did the first two marriages work out? Like, it's kind of like a red flag to me. Yeah. But at the same time, like, yes, I'm 24, but I genuinely feel like I'm, like, 28. Maturity level, maybe you won't understand it through my jokes, but, like, as, <laughs> you, as you talk to me, like, longer. The anime dress for me. <laughs> the anime, anime dress. Anime I dressed up for the, yeah. <laughs> so, like, for me, it's that. I just feel like maturity level i will have friends who are 24 and to be honest i've dated array of guys i've i don't have a type they've never looked the same they've never been the same height they've never been the same age like it's all been like just how i connect with you then like that's great like we connect you're 43 you've never been married let's get into it but yeah i have a type yep
3: I
0: know. Rockstar, right. motorcross.
1: <laughs> <water bras. laughs> and I'm <on> the Golden <laughs> <guard>. <laughs>
3: right, so I, here, I used to take a, take a broke ass wakeboarder. I used to drive him places and pay for our dinners. Because so. wow. you, you
0: seem like the, the, the artist type, the, the, the guy who. The extreme will go to the rave with you. This is like, like, did she go
3: <laughs> for the right. boy, get the, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's this two the words. <laughs> it's two words. California douchebag. Yes. That's my time.
2: So do you remember we was in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. and we would sit down yeah. on the table outside. like we was looking at the beach, and mm-hmm.
0: remember we were seeing this car. Yes. Yes. That's exactly yes. what she Here we go. Yes, we got
3: this. Did you just... Figure me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wait, no right, I, had, I had a
0: few because you, yeah. you would describe a thing. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I already know this guy. I already know this guy. I feel like, and I could be wrong, I, but I feel like the kind of guy that you like, I don't see much as the monogamy kind of guy.
3: Oh, they aren't. It's unfortunate.
0: So how do you deal with that?
3: I cry a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs>
1: we
0: go to therapy a lot shout out to my
1: therapist
0: we're not enough
1: we do need a therapist
0: (laughs) so would you ever if there was like a non-extreme version of what you like and and you know this person is like very monogamous do you feel like you could be happy with that
3: when you say non-extreme person, like they don't live like the exciting lifestyle yes. of doing that kind of stuff. See, as I've gotten older, because I used to be, like I said, a bitch when I was in high school. So I had all these, you know, standards written down on a sheet of paper, must do this, must live an exciting life, blah, 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 must be over six feet tall. like. You know, I wouldn't even look a guy's way if he wasn't six feet tall. That Do you have like a measuring <laughs> <like>, stick. <laughs> yeah, No, that's so true. Cause I used to um, date like
1: really short dudes and she'd be like, what's going on here? <laughs> so, uh,
3: no, but I feel like as I've gotten older, yes. Because I don't feel like I actively seek guys like that anymore. I don't even feel like I actively seek guys anymore. Like I used to be like a dude, like we're going out to the bar. Like, yeah, boys, we're gonna find some girls. I would be like, yeah, I'm going out to the bar. I'm gonna find some boys. Like. You know, I had that like mentality of like, I'm going to go find a guy. And then once you start not having that mentality is when your preferences kind of mature, Mm. you know, you kind of let go of what your high expectations are and you can still have high expectations, but they should be more for things that you expect emotionally, not for things that you expect physically and their lifestyle that they live. Now, lifestyle is important, but it's not necessarily like has to be what interests you like people can mesh together that have different lifestyles. It's just a matter of like what works and what doesn't. Mm.
0: You know interesting. You worked at many night places in the
3: area. Just one.
0: <laughs> he said
3: many minute. <laughs> know baby window. I, <laughs> I thought
0: I thought there was another one that you told me that you might visit on the side to pick up a shift or two. Oh, Drew. Okay. But that's a
3: dive bar. <laughs> okay. We don't talk about that one. All right.
0: But, but, you're, you're, you, but you, you've at least worked at a night nice place that a yeah. lot of people frequent. Yes. So I'm very curious about the mindset of women who are like bottle service girls, bartenders, at places like this. Have you ever done that before?
1: Technically, no. Technically, yes. What does that mean? So even our, the last job at the last place, like, I was like, let's do it. We got hired. She got hired and then she never, I got hired, she never t- went to and training. And I went to like <laughs> three training sessions I was like, this is not it for me. I went to two. I got paid for two, so oh. it counts. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm a lot more pussy than her. She's a lot more grit mm. than me. Meaning we both have grit in our own ways in yeah. different work fields. Well, I'll tell
3: you this much about bottle service is you have to be an incredible, right. incredible saleswoman to be in the industry because I don't know how, I, I guess like a lot of people don't understand how the industry works and I didn't really understand how it worked until I was like fully submerged in it. But basically like we get rewarded for bringing in tables mm-hmm. but you're also at the same time trying to convince people to come in and spend thousands of dollars on two bottles of Tito's. <laughs> so it's kind of like one of those things where it's, yes, it's easy because there are people out there that do it. There's plenty of people out there and. Dallas, I do it. The 30k millionaires. Thank God for y'all, you keeping the industry in business, but <laughs> 30k <laughs> millionaires. I yeah, those, about th- these guys. Those 30k millionaires. So like, have you guys ever heard that term before?
2: No, I have. Uh, yeah, I a have.
3: 30k millionaire is basically a guy who makes 30 a year, but fronts it like he's a millionaire. Mm. Like he'll go out, like he has the most expensive designer oh stuff course. on. He'll be you know popping bottles all night like bottles of dom and then when it comes to it his card swipes and it's declined Mm. so that's what i describe like a 30k millionaire as and i've seen a lot of them in the bottle service industry um but as a bottles girl it's all really just about hustle. And I'm not like a hustler, like I feel bad. Like I'm just like, if you don't wanna spend the money, you don't have to do it, like it's okay. Mm. So I wasn't really like rightfully suited for the job. I have plenty of friends that like have convinced guys to just, one of my friends, I think the biggest night she had was she got this guy to spend $40,000 at our club. She made a
1: fat, Very fat tip.
3: She
0: got him. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That's what got me. How do you get somebody to spend that much money? and I
1: would be on the opposite of the spectrum. I would be like that nice girl that would get you to spend like 40 to 60. How? It's not about how, it's about, like, understanding the person and, like, feeding into their ego. Oh, so
2: you really are selling these people. Go ahead, please. Break it down. <laughs> how you feed into the ego?
1: The feeding into the ego, like, you're already a club. You, like, first of all, for me, I understand fashion and I understand high jewelry and I understand what you're wearing is real or fake. So you're whether, it. Whether you're wearing an AP, whether you're wearing a Rolex, I can I kind of see... I'm in, I'm just like always loved fashion and it's not about like, oh, it's expensive. I like it. I'm not that type of person. I like something because I like it and I will work a month, two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is to get that for myself. I'm not just like, oh, a Louis Vuitton purse. It's cool. It's in fashion. Let me get it. I'm just not that type of person, but I understand the specifics that go into like jewelry, high fashion. So like if you're wearing fake Jordans, I'm going to understand and know because I have plenty of Jordans and I understand that aspect. But for me, it's like as a saleswoman and it kind of sounds messed up when you're going into it, when you're in that industry, like you're already in a toxic environment, you're literally feeding into people who are there to like get drunk and stand on fucking tables to spend money they don't have
0: <laughs> like
1: like i'm sorry i'm gonna upsell the fuck out of you i'm gonna tell you oh you oh a girl is coming up to you and she's like baby let's get a glass of champagne i'm gonna be like oh you want a glass instead of a bottle oh instead of a woof you want like a are fuck you broke it? like instead of a woof you want this like It's not about, like, just being mean. It's about, like, understanding your clientele and, like, bringing the best of the best out. And it's not our choice. You can give them the best options. They can reject it or take it. But at that level of high ego, they're going to take it.
0: That's fascinating because I feel kind of bad because I wonder Me if too, people- Me too,
1: honestly. You
0: now here's why, because I wonder if people think I'm like broke because I've never, I've never seen No, it no, no, no. It's not about I, that. You know, no, no, here's no, no, the no, no, thing. No, no. Is some of the like Respect. richest people that Literally. go to the bars are the ones Literally. not even
3: getting tables either. Like that's the craziest Literally. thing that I've yeah. noticed. It's just really like the girl with the Tinder picture. I fucked it's Odell back up. It's an ego. Right? It's an ego booster. Yeah. It's confidence. Like it's you- The clubs make it so where, you know, everybody can see you at the booth. And so you're like, wow, all eyes are on me. Everybody knows how much money I have right now. This is so cool. Like, that's all it is. And then we bring out the presentations because guess what? It's all eyes on you. It makes it look like you're cool. So that's why people do it.
0: I know, but I guess what I'm saying is I've never had, I don't know if you've experienced, I've never experienced an upsell.
1: But you're level-headed. Here's the thing. The difference between your guys, you guys, and like guys who are like, crazy about that stuff is one maybe they've never even experienced that maybe they just are going into it thinking that this is the right way to do it and like it's kind of like even high school you know like that cool girl cool guy wears the right thing and everybody else starts wearing it for my high school I lived in a bum town so it was like buckle jeans, which are like what a hundred to $200 jeans that have like the sparkle on the butt, whatever, it's Horrible. if you wore that, like, it's like, it's like a kind of like a marker and people who have money who are level headed, they don't give a fuck about that stuff. Yeah. But people who have never experienced that, maybe it's one weekend, maybe it's 10 weekends for them, whatever it is, they're going to want to experience that. And psychology wise, like it's the right thing. Like if you have the money, go buy that Louboutin fucking shoe that you've been dreaming about and get it over with but like it's literally just for them to have an ego boost Hmm. in my opinion i could be absolutely wrong but how i see it and how the humans work like most of the rich guys i know like they get into places because they already have that connection and they don't need to like make a name for themselves but for certain guys like if it makes them good for standing on a couch and spending 10k they don't even have go for it, maybe get your name on a sign, that's great. (laughs) But what about the next day when you're hungover and now you have no money that you already didn't have to start with? Mm. Okay,
3: I kind of want to add something else because this also pertains to the industry. It's a really icky industry to work in as a girl and no shame to it, but like because the guys coming in and spending that much money, what do you think they expect? They expect you. They expect you to kind of like, like I'm, not even joking, one time I presented the check. I was like, please sign. All I need you to do is sign. You already tipped. And the guy grabs my face and just tries to like strangle me and like make out with me. And it's like this 40 year old, like drunk, like dude. And I was just like, ew, like stop. But like at the same time, you know, I'm trying to get him to spend money and like, you know, tip well, I have to be nice to him. Mm. So that's like one of the most annoying things that I didn't like working about the industry is because there's all these like horrible gross men that come in there and they're still allowed to come in. Our owners don't care. They don't give a fuck. They're like, as long as he spent money tonight, he's coming back in. Doesn't matter if he grabbed your ass, like they don't care. Hmm. So that was one of my most distasteful experiences from it is because, and don't get me wrong, like if a guy grabbed my ass, but he wasn't spending money, he was never allowed back in. (laughs) But as long as he spent like a couple thousand dollars, like he sure as hell was coming in the next weekend yeah no.
1: but that's kind of sad like what's the face value of like you being comfortable versus a club making money like, oh that's so why i
3: yeah.
0: quit <laughs> no these are all good all good things and and, and I, there's a few more industry questions i want to have chris but i think we might need to move to patreon and have these conversations let's do it man let's do it Thanks so much for watching that amazing episode with those two lovely young ladies. If you guys want more additional content, you can be able to sign up for Patreon to be able to get more of that conversation. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It gets really, really good. So if you want to go ahead and sign up, go to patreon.com slash the roommates. The link is in the description below. Patreon has a lot of additional content besides more of that episode and so much more value that will really benefit your life. So sign up. Don't delay. Patreon.com slash Roommates. Have a great day and I hope to see the rest of you guys on Patreon.